Welcome to Words and Music. I'm your host, Dave Madaloni, and for the next hour, we will curate exceptional interpretations of Lennon-McCartney tunes. Hopefully, you'll be hearing several of these versions for the first time. For many, the first time they experienced the Beatles was February 9th, 1964, on the Ed Sullivan Show, and they were all sharing that transformational moment with an estimated 73 million Americans. Let's jump into the time machine and travel to that unforgettable night. Now, yesterday and today, our theater's been jammed with newspapermen and hundreds of dogs from all over the nation, and these veterans agree with me that the city never has witnessed the excitement stirred by these youngsters from Liverpool who call themselves the Ruddles. Now, tonight, you're going to twice be entertained by them. Right now, and again in the second half of our show, ladies and gentlemen, the Ruddles. Let's hear it, Bob. Well, okay, uh, that wasn't the Beatles, that was the Ruddles, uh, but they really actually did sound a lot like the Beatles. Um, Let's move on to uh, a classic rock band that's going to pile us into their tour bus, launch us on a magical journey through the best musical homages to the Fab Four.
Magical Mystery Tour from Cheap Trick, a band that actually had a personal connection to the Beatles through John Lennon and his double fantasy producer Jack Douglas, who originally suggested that John use Cheap Trick as the backing band for the recording of I'm Losing You. A version was taped in August of 1980 with Cheap Trick's guitarist Rick Nielsen and drummer Bun E. Carlos backing John. The track didn't make Double Fantasy, but Lennon was impressed enough to say that he wished Nielsen had been his guitarist for Cold Turkey instead of Eric Clapton. The next two uh, adventurous performers take a pair of Lennon-McCartney compositions and launch them into a universe of their own. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Everything's broken, we're here and the hoots of life. Boy, your life. Boy, your life, 
do the whole day waiting for this moment to be free. Play a hackbird, Talking about a 
So that's the revolutionary Nina Simone with her version of Revolution Number no. 1. And Bobby McFerrin did a superlative scat of Blackbird from the White Album. Dave Grohl of Nirvana and Foo Fighters, of all people, rates Blackbird as the greatest Paul McCartney work. Quote, it's such a beautiful piece of music, perfect in composition and performance and in lyrics. To me, it's just musical bliss. Now here's an example of some more, kind of more sad bliss, written by Paul. Wednesday morning at five o'clock as the day begins Silently closing her bedroom door
So we heard She's Leaving Home from Harry Nelson, and that was Otis Redding's really, really soulful day tripper. Here's what Tyler Golson of Far Out Magazine had to say about Otis. The Otis Redding experience is all about grit and manic energy, and nothing will get in the way of that, whether it's a song structure or lyrics or any recognizable aspects of the original recording. Unquote. And that certainly fit that version. The original recording was written by uh, when John Lennon and McCartney realized they needed a new single at the tail end of 1965. And here's what John had to say. Day Tripper was written under complete pressure based on an old folk song I wrote about a month previous. It was hard going. And it sounds it. Uh, it wasn't a serious message song. It was a drug song. In a way, it was a day tripper. I I just like the word. She said, I know what it's like to be dead. I know what it is to be sad. And she's making me feel like I've never been born. Who put all those things in your head Things that make me feel like I'm mad And you're making me feel like I've never been born She said, you don't understand what I said And I said, no, 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 you're wrong When I was a boy, everything was right, everything was right, I said, even though you know what you know, I know that I'm ready to leave, cause you're making me feel like never been born She said You don't understand what I said And I said No, no, no You're wrong Oh, when I was a boy Everything was right Everything was right I said You know what you know I know that I'm ready to leave Cause you're making me feel like I've never been born She said I know what it's like to be dead She said 
Listening to WXOJLP 103.3 Valley Free Radio in Northampton. Before the station ID, we continued with words and music, the Beatles uncovered, and we heard Winter Pills and their version of Cry Baby Cry. 
Mark Mulcahy proceeded with She Said, She Said, which was inspired by the actor Peter Fonda, who was at a party tripping along with George Harrison and John Lennon, who were kind of new to LSD. Apparently, George was having a bad trip, so Fonda attempted in a kind of weird, trippy way to settle the guitarist by telling him he knows what it's like to be dead because he shot himself in the stomach when he was 10 years old and nearly died. In his uh, 1980 Playboy interview, Lennon said that Fonda kept coming over and whispering, I know what it's like to be dead, man. Lennon found this creepy, as most people would, and annoying, as most people would. But the incident inspired what is said to be the first Beatles song influenced by LSD. Here's something from Maura O'Connell. You find that all her words of kindness linger on when she no longer needs you. She wakes up, she makes up, she takes her time, she doesn't feel she has to hurry, she no longer needs you. And in her eyes you'll see nothing, no sign of love behind the tears, bright for no one. Love that should have lasted years You want her, you need her And yet you don't believe her When she says her love is dead You think she needs you So Paul McCartney wrote 
for no one in a Swiss chalet while on holiday. With his girlfriend Jane Asher, there is speculation that McCartney wrote the song after a fight with Asher, who Paul wanted to have at his beck and call to tour with him and be the perfect Beatle wife. But Asher was an independent, successful London actress who had a life and career of her own, hence the She Doesn't Need You lyrics. Now, here's a song that Paul wrote at Jane Asher's parents' home in the basement, and it's going to be performed by Esther Phillips. I give him all my love That's all I do And if you saw my love You'd love him too I love him He gives me everything And tenderly the kiss my lover brings, he brings to me. I love him. A lover like I could never die. As long as I have you near me. Bright are the stars that shine Dark is the sky I know this love of mine Will never die I love So here's what Paul had to say about the song, And I Love Her. It was the first ballad I was impressed that impressed myself. I got nice chords in it. Bright are the stars that shine. Dark is the sky. I like that imagery. imagery. It holds up. Now, here are two very diverse interpretations of a song that Paul said is, quote, actually an ode to pot. <laughs> like someone else might write an ode to chocolate or good claret. Got a good in my life. 
didn't know what I would find there Another road where maybe I could see another kind of life there And ooh, and I suddenly see you Ooh, did I tell you that I need you Every single day of my life You did not run Didn't lie, you knew I wanted just to hold you And had you gone, you knew in time we'd meet again I had told you Oh, I want you to hear me, ooh And I need to be near you Say we'll be together every day to get you into my life and that's a song that got into the lives of earth wind and fire and the four tops in very different ways obviously uh next up we have a song that uh john stated quote that's me in my dylan period again unquote and it's going to be performed by a songwriter that is profoundly influenced by both the beatles and bob dylan Here I stand, head in hand, turn my face to the wall If she's gone, I can't go on, feeling two feet small Everywhere people stare, each and every day I can see them laugh at me And I hear them say Hey, you've got to hide your love away Hey, you've got to hide your love away How can I even try? I can never win Hearing them, seeing her In the state I'm in How could she say to me Love will 
I did. 
So we opened with Elvis Costello's take on You've Got to Hide Your Love Away, followed by I Will, by Joan as Policewoman. And that happens to be the first song that Billie Eilish ever learned how to play. And it was on a ukulele. I can kind of picture that. And it was also in the mind of Charles Manson, a message from the Beatles that they were looking for him. The line, for if at last I find you, your song will fill the air. Manson took that to mean that he should release an album.
Ike and Tina and their soulful turn on Come Together, a song that came together after Timothy Leary decided to run for governor of California and asked John Lennon to write a song for him. Come Together, Join the Party was, <laughs> was Leary's campaign slogan and the original title for the song. Uh, Leary never had much of a campaign, but the slogan gave Lennon the idea for the song. Lennon said, quote, It's gobbledygook. He asked me to write a campaign song. I tried and tried, but I couldn't come up with one. But I came up with this, Come Together, which would have been no good for him. You couldn't have a campaign song sound like that, right? Uh, here's Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby picks up the in the church where the wedding has been She lives in a dream waits at the window Wearing the face that she keeps in a job at the door No one will hear Cause no one comes near Look at him working Donning his socks in the night When there's nobody So Eleanor Rigby was um, inspired by an old lady that McCartney helped out while growing up. He said, hearing her stories enriched my soul and influenced the songs that I would later write. Thanks, Eleanor. And thank you all for listening. Uh, Hang in there for uh, Radio Liquidator coming up just in a couple more minutes. We're going to have Johnny Cash take us home with his version of In My Life. And before next Sunday, I suggest pulling out your favorite Beatles album and playing it old school style from beginning to end. And then, um, you know, for the rest of the week, uh, just be good for um, goodness sake. Here's Johnny Cash. There are places I'll remember all my life Though some have changed, some forever Not for better, some have gone And some remain, all these places 
have their moments With lovers and friends I still can recall Some are dead and some are living In my life I've loved them all But of all these friends and lovers There is no one compares with you And these memories lose their meaning When I think of love as something new Though I know I'll never lose affection For people and things that went before I know I'll often stop and think about them In my life I love you more 